Buying into an established franchise system can be a great start to business and a good long-term opportunity too. But it's important to understand the franchise before you buy into it. Hi, I'm Ali Kane and I'm the host of the Buy That Business podcast. Each episode, we talk to an expert business broker about everything you need to know when it comes to buying and selling businesses. Today, I'm joined by Tom Jolly from Finn Business Sales, who's an expert when it comes to buying and selling franchises. Welcome to the podcast, Tom. Hi, Ali. Thanks for having me. So, Tom, tell me a little bit about yourself. So, Ali, I I started my career in business with uh, McDonald's, uh, as a lot of people uh, have done so in the past. Spent 12 years there with, with McDonald's, did all the training, the, the famous training that McDonald's has, uh, so it served me well. Went on and did a tertiary education in, in business, um, and then more recently been working with uh, Baker's Delight Holdings, Sumo Salad, um, and also with the Japanese giant Mossberger out of Japan. So that's what I've been up to. And and more very recently been uh, doing business sales with a bit of a focus on franchising. It's amazing how many people start their career at Macca's and what a fantastic grounding in business it gives you. Yeah, that's certainly right. It's a, It's been some time ago now since I've been to McDonald's, but I can tell you what, it always comes up. Uh, with a lot of conversations I have. <laughs> Tom, tell me a little bit about what franchisors are looking for in a prospective franchisee. Yeah, so franchisors uh, are business owners in themselves as well. So they're always looking for people with strong people skills, adequate capital to, to help finance the, the enterprise. Um, they're looking for franchisees that have a ability to be coached uh, and trained um, sharing common values as the system does, it makes the relationship work a lot easier and better. And obviously, you know, looking for um, great positive attitudes. And one thing that's probably doesn't really get mentioned that much is to, to build the brand through community engagement and having that outlook to be servicing your, your local um, community is, is very important as well. It's so important, isn't it, for the franchisee to really embed themselves in the community, to support the local footy team and to be seen to be a member um, of the business community in the local area. Yeah, that's a, that's 100% right. It's, I like to call it building your trust bank. So every time you, you do a good deed for the community, you're, you're depositing into that trust bank and uh, it repays uh, dividends uh, down the track. So what's your other advice for a franchisee to make a financial success of their business? Yeah, to make a financial success of the business is to, to make sure you get some really solid advice. Um, surround yourself with the experts. You want to make sure that you have a really good franchise lawyer that can help you guide your way through the all the, the T's and I's that you need to get done. Uh, and, and also a very good accountant that has an understanding of how franchising works as well. So that's some of the core things that you need to kind of get done. Um, but to be really successful, taking advantage of the training that's provided by the franchise or uh, being proactive in the, the franchise community, maybe aligning yourself with some other successful franchisees within the brand always helps. And just don't take shortcuts. Uh, I've seen a lot of franchisees where they think they can shortcut the system, um, but in the end, it doesn't really pay off. So make sure you follow the system because it's a proven system. So those that follow it will succeed. 
So that's a good opportunity for us to talk about the benefits of a system because that is really what you're buying, aren't you? You're buying a business model that's been proven to succeed. So how do you make the most of that system? Yeah, so some of the, the advantages of being part of a franchise is that a franchise gives you the independence of a small business ownership but supported by a bigger brand. So that's one of, the, one of the big things that attracts people. You don't necessarily need to have business experience um, and be skilled in, in the area of the franchise. You A lot of the times franchisors prefer you not to have the skills because it's a lot easier to train you in the new skills than it is to untrain you to, to where they want you to do it in their system. So that I would say that's a, a benefit. And in, in generally speaking, when you look at all the businesses and startups, Franchise businesses usually have a, a much better success rate uh, than independent businesses. What about any downsides? Are there any potential downsides to working in a franchise? I mean, it can't be for everybody, I guess. Yeah, listen, as with everything, there are uh, cons to, to being part of a franchise. And one of those cons would be that you're entering a formal agreement with a franchise or it's a lot of people refer to it as a marriage. So you need to make sure you know what you're getting into before you before you get started. Um, the franchise agreements dictate how the relationship's going to to operate. So there's little room for creativity to, to do your own kind of thing. So what's the role then of the franchisee in the business? How much of a role do they play day to day or does it depend on the system? It really depends on the, on the system. It's dictated by what's in the, in the franchise agreement. Your role is to, to operate your business, perform the, everything you need to do under that agreement to, to make sure it's profitable, you're treating your people correctly, you're paying your people. That, that's some of the core stuff that you need to be focused on. So if you're thinking about buying a franchise, how do you assess the opportunity? How can you make sure that it's the right thing for you to do, that you are going to make money, that it's a good step forward? Yeah, to assess the franchise, the first step is to, like I said a little bit earlier, is to surround yourself with experts. So you really want to make sure that you have a franchising lawyer on board that understands. Uh, franchising in Australia is one of the most highly regulated and legislated franchise um, businesses in, in the world. Um, so you need to make sure that you are right across um, how things operate and you want to make sure that you're getting the franchise agreement to review, you're getting the disclosure documents to, to review, and then you're just generally just completing your due diligence like you do with any other kind of business. Is it a good idea to go and talk to other franchisees in the system and find out their experience? Yeah, no, that's a that's a really important thing to do and that's actually encouraged as part of the um, franchising code of conduct, and, and it's a requirement by a lot of franchisors to provide names of uh, other franchisees within the system so that you can have a chat to about what it is like and what you'll be getting yourself into when you join the franchise. What questions should you ask them so that you are fully informed about what you're buying into? That's a good one. So the questions you need to be asking to the, to the franchisees is, Generally, how how it's been operated. What kind of support are you getting from the franchise or you know what are the the directors like? Do they get along with? What's the morale like within the network? That all comes into play when you want to make a decision around going into the into the uh, system. 
in your experience, what are the most popular franchises to buy into? Well, there's a lot of different kind of franchises you can buy into. But what I would say at the moment that we're seeing on the ground is service-based franchises. So service-based franchises are, are pretty popular at the moment because there's a low barrier to entry. Um, it's an easy-to-run kind of business. It gives business owners flexibility. Service-based franchises are definitely the, the popular ones at the moment, opposed to retail franchise and maybe hospitality, QSR kind of businesses. So we're talking about things like um, in-home gardening services, cleaning services, that sort of thing? Yeah, that's that's right. And are they less expensive to buy into than, say, a McDonald's? I mean, I imagine it's very expensive to buy a McDonald's franchise. Yeah, that's right. So typically a service-based franchise allows you to get in with less uh, capital. So um, that's one of the benefits. Uh, and also the operating capital is, is that you require to service financially ongoing is also less. So, but you still see a, a pretty good return on investment. When you buy into a service franchise, what are you buying? Are you buying equipment? Are you buying an area? Are you buying a book of clients? Really comes down to the, to the system. Uh, normally, you're buying a, a territory uh, that you can go off in, in service. But, you know, a lot of things are evolving in the franchising industry at the moment. So it's, it's a constant beast that keeps changing and what's being offered. And there's, of course, there's a lot of franchises out there. It's becoming a lot more competitive. So um, I would imagine you would see a, a lot more sweeteners and deals uh, moving forward, and particularly with COVID-19 that we're experiencing. The flexibility of being able to work from home or work to your own timetable is a lot more desirable than showing up nine to five. And I guess, you know, if you're you're in the unfortunate position of having lost your job or being in an industry that's closed down, you could look at a franchise as a new opportunity after that experience. Yeah, that, that's right. And, and because one of the, the best things about being in a franchise is that you don't necessarily need the skills straight away. A lot of time those skills can be taught. Um, so it's really about having a positive attitude, um, a high work ethic, um, and, and willing to, to to follow the system and put the trust in the system to to realise your true success. It sounds like a very attractive opportunity. Maybe it's something that I should explore. So, Tom, um, we're almost done for today, but what I'd like to ask you finally is your top tips for franchisees to make their franchise a success? Uh, I, I thought about this a little bit and what it always comes down to, and it's not necessarily a franchise, but my top tip when it really comes to business, it's all about the people. So you want to make sure you surround yourself with the, the right people to be able to make those re, uh, original decisions to, to go into the franchise, to set you up for success. Once you're within the brand, you want to make sure you're hiring the right employees. You want to make sure you're training and developing your employees. And you want to make sure that you incentivize and empower your employees so that you get the results that you need uh, to be successful. So people's my number one tip. That's really good advice. So thanks so much for joining us today. That's all we have time for, Tom. But we'd love to hear from the audience. So if you've got any questions or if you'd like to get in touch, please contact us in the information below the podcast. Thanks so much, Tom. See you next time. 